Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think real hard about what you wanna be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 Hi, welcome back to No Perfect Parent. On today's adventure, we're talking about things that no one really talks about. It's in regards to uh, parenting, right? Yeah, so we're going to talk about things that no one really talks about when it comes to parenting. For example, let's hit the nail on the coffin and start it off with the thing that everyone tells you that is, at least with our kids, a lie, a flat out lie, which is, kids sleep after three months don't worry the first three months you know that's just the worst and then after that they'll sleep right through the night and we're like yeah 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 okay okay three months that's all we gotta go through i don't i don't think any of our kids rather to say luna or violet because we only have two have slept after three Three months months through the night (laughs) which was the first biggest lie when we came to realize not every kid is the same. Not every kid sleeps after three months, especially not ours. If you really want to know when our kids slept, you're probably going to end up using that birth control for a little longer. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, let's just say we went almost an entire year without sleeping through a night the first time around and copy and paste the second time around. Yeah, because actually Luna and Violet actually took um 10 months to finally sleep through a night if i'm not mistaken and uh, to be totally honest at the beginning i thought we were doing something wrong like why is it that everyone keeps telling us oh you you just gotta let her cry or after the sixth month and they start eating solids they're gonna sleep or after you put cereal in their milk they're gonna sleep that was all a lie (laughs) So I actually remember one day um, getting dressed before work in the locker room. And at the time, I had just gotten back from work after being six weeks off. Um, So it was already a month and a half already. And just praying to get to that third month when we had Luna so I can finally get some sleep through the night, right? Because I would get up in the morning before going to work taking that last shift of Luna waking up at five o'clock in the morning to try to let you get some rest because she was not sleeping through her night. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Which is also not like you did it with all the right intentions, but being a first time mom, I couldn't sleep even knowing that you were waking up and taking that shift. And then it's from there on, it's just me. Well, I remember at at that time, you was actually... um, With my mom? No, you were going to work a couple months after that. Yeah, I only had 16 weeks off uh, with with Luna. So it was like a blink of an eye and it was over. It was was literally three months. She didn't even make four uh, four months and I was already back to work. So yeah, you would take that first shift. But then a few what minutes later, or like an hour later, I would have to get up and get her ready to go. And it was like at six in the morning. 
Rush, rush, rush in the morning. Because I used to work in Brickle, and I used to work in, well, no, yeah, in that time I used to work back in Brickle. Yeah, but like I said, you know, I remember getting to work, getting to the locker room every morning and just waiting for that three-month mark, um, like everyone has told us about, that they will start sleeping after the uh, three months. Mm -hmm. And then uh, three months came by. It was literally like Luna's third month mark and i was like okay maybe tonight she's gonna start sleeping mm -hmm. and honestly luna only started sleeping <laughs> because we kind of we were at our wits end we were at our wits end and we we're like girl you need to sleep because if you don't sleep we're not sleeping and you're gonna have two angry parents and i think we put her well no lies she used to go to sleep but only between us you remember right and then we tried to put her in that playpen and she cried her lungs out. Needless to say, on the second child, we we're like, well, three months ain't going to happen. So we're just going to keep it pushing until she's ready. Well, we were expecting, right, for Violet to do the same thing, to mm -hmm. fall asleep at the... Uh, Ten-month mark. After three months. Well, I wasn't. And then I kind of decided or came to the realization that she's probably going to follow in Luna's footsteps. Mm-hmm. As far as sleeping through. But not to make it so depressing on this episode, we we want to say that one thing that we did talk about um, positively when it came to sleep is our firstborn did not use her crib. But thankfully, because of her firstborn, we had a crib assembled and ready to go when the second one came <laughs> around. But she actually did get to use her crib. She's actually there now, which when she did fall asleep without any problems in that crib, I was like, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Because no one talks about the fact that you have to sleep on your side in a little tiny corner while the kid takes up an entire queen size bed. <laughs> so, so I got to ask you, right, because I'm gone most of the day. Did anyone tell you you were gonna be able to use the bathroom by yourself more like no one told me to would lose the privilege of peeing alone <laughs> i didn't think that was something that happened or something to like even call a privilege who even knew that having alone time in a bathroom would be so great i think you have videos if i'm not mistaken out there yes one of the very one of the first videos that ever went viral on my Instagram was of me locking the door <laughs> and my kids on the other side, specifically Luna and her toes sticking out from the bottom of the door. And I was just like, please let me just get five seconds to myself. And I believe the song in the background was, um, please just let me poo. That's right. That was when that song was going around. <laughs> that's right so yeah that, that that explains my life at that moment in a nutshell i could not pee can't, couldn't do anything for myself for the first i want to say six months and to this day i mean we literally gotta lock them out so what i do right to avoid all that i kind of just use the bathroom with the door open it's kind of like a free-for-all yeah the only problem with that is when you leave the door open, all the kids come with all these toys and leave it in front of you. And then you got to be like, kids, give me five seconds. And then one is coming over here with juice and food. Needless to say, being in the bathroom is a privilege that no one talks about. Yeah, it is. 
and just how about when you want to take a shower oh my god i don't know about any new moms but for me i was just like how do people get ready for the day with a child and being by yourself like especially when they're little and they only sleep for like 30 minutes and then they're up again like you literally gotta rush in there know exactly what your mission is finish in five seconds come out because if not that child can fall off the bed or starts crying you panic phantom cry but it actually that i was just gonna say that it actually gets better because if they are sleeping if you do happen to put them down you know before you take a shower right two months and two i'm sorry two minutes into your shower you just start hearing these cries that it's just in your head yeah so your shower ends up being literally like five minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> No one tells you that you are no longer allowed to bathe. You are only allowed to rinse and come back out. <laughs> if there could be a car wash for parents, I know a thousand and one mothers that would be right there along with you and fathers too, because it's not easy. Yeah. And then those breastfeeding mamas that have those babies attached to the nipples on 24-7, I give it up to you. That's no joke. Yeah, I mean, that's what the whole right parenting part comes in as far as having both parents there and having to give the other parent the time to relax um, and take the kids and leave that one parent go shower for 30 minutes or whatever the case is, even though you're still going to hear them phantom cries. Mm -hmm. Or the disaster that's happening outside. That's just something on our minds as parents. Mm -hmm. We hear those cries all day. I, I think that's one of the main things that no one talks about, that once you become a parent, it's like something that you can't turn off. It's right. like even when you drop off the kids and say, if you have the privilege to drop them off at your grandparents or a friend, or a family member that's really close by, you don't know how to turn your mind off of being responsible for someone, even if they are not physically with you. It's like they're always in your brain. So, after you took, what was it, 16 weeks off for work with Luna? Mm -hmm. Would you say it was difficult, like, leaving Luna behind after being with her for four months and then having to go back to work full-time? I mean, to be honest, everyone kept telling me that I was going to break down and I was going to be so sad. And I was like, but why? But why am I going to be sad? I get to have a little me time. While I'm going to work, I have the day to be just focused on something else because I felt so overwhelmed with just putting all my attention on keeping this human alive that I felt that relief. But then a few weeks later came in the reality of I'm missing out on a lot of milestones. That's what right. made me sad. The I remember dropping off Luna at like seven o'clock in the morning at your mom's house and be and speaking to her even though she was just a baby and telling her one day you won't have to wake up this early with mommy. One day I'll be able to just stay in the bed with you. One day I'll be able to give you that morning where it's all about you and I won't have to do this and or we'll be better economically where we don't have to worry about uh, who's going to stay with you? Who's going to take care of you? I'll be the one taking care of you. And you know when they say you manifest something and sometimes you don't even know that you're actually doing it? Well, 
that was what two years ago yeah it's been about two years already and i got the privilege to become a stay-at-home mom which a lot of people don't get to have yeah and we actually you know as you stayed home we actually i think spoke about it a couple times that we're um that we didn't have to wake up luna at you know six o'clock seven o'clock in the morning any anymore to get up get dressed and go 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 mm-hmm. it was always go 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 it was always like we had to spend time with her but not devote everything we wanted because we were in such a time crunch because we wanted to take advantage of the little moments that we had with her it was always a go 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 yeah i mean luna's gonna be three already mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, i don't know if we'll say she's yeah she's still little of course <laughs> i think under five they're still considered like babies <laughs> Baby, but you baby. have actually been able to see a lot of changes in luna that you probably would have missed right if you were going to work no yeah definitely i felt like now that i was able to stay home i was able to focus more on her vocabulary on her nutrition and just her overall behavior i felt like i got to control all the influence on the back end she's not so much Luna, but I feel because I've been home with Violet so much as a stay-at-home mom, she's like the extra clingy, clingiest baby ever. She is, like Jimmy said, the umbilical cord was never detached. <laughs> it, like, I can literally be in the kitchen, Jimmy will be on the sofa in front of Violet, and she will drop whatever she's doing and run to me like no one's there. <laughs> And it's not like, and that's considering that during the pandemic, you had a lot of time with her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you were home a lot of the time because of these rotating shifts that you had to go to as law enforcement. You got to spend, it was like a, like a. So I would say like COVID was like a blessing and a curse. Right. right? That's what I was trying to get at. To to say the least, um, I was able to spend more time with you guys at home. Um, I had more days off, you know, so it was different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was, it was definitely different. The but, only thing that sucked was that even though you were home, I was, I wasn't during that time. Remember at the beginning, I wasn't for at least until April of 2021. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you were still working. Mm-hmm. I was, I was working. So it kind of worked out because even though I was working longer shifts, I think I was working Monday through Saturday. That's right. You were working six days a week. And I actually remember now that you brought that up, I was the one taking Luna to yeah, her appointments yeah. for her vaccinations. Ooh, speaking of something no <laughs> one talks about, that you hit the nail on the coffin with that one. No one talks about that one year mark when it comes to the doctor. Okay, I didn't know. I I, I honestly didn't even set Jimmy up for that. I. okay he just i remember being at work and he gave he sent me a message like you have no idea what i just went through by myself you did not tell me this was happening i was like what happened (laughs) what was happening (laughs) i honestly didn't know guys okay it was my first time and i didn't think that hitting that one year would come with so many vaccines all at once and uh a tuberculosis test, a lead test, 
all in one sitting and poor Jimmy had to be the one holding her down with no one there and no advice because I hadn't even warned him. I honestly didn't even know. Or yeah, maybe we, we didn't know. I didn't. Maybe I just didn't pay attention. You know how I am. Yeah, that's that's like torture when you have to go to a doctor's appointment and literally hold your child down to give them a shot that these kids don't want. Yeah, not only that, but the look in their eyes is like, you're my parent, you're supposed to keep me safe, and you're literally doing this to me, you're allowing them to do this to me. No one really talks about the look in their eyes that they give you, that hurts. And especially if you have to do that alone, no, sorry, babe. Let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, when we're eating. Okay. Do, do you get to eat your food? By that we mean... When you are not a parent, you get to, you know, serve <laughs> yourself and you're like, wow, this is good. All for me, you know, mm, you start salivating, you put your plate in front of you, you take out your fork. You get to savor your food. You're like, ah. When you have kids, it's like, no, mine, I want, do you want food, babe? They're like, no. You sit down, you try to put that first fork of bite of food in your mouth and they're like it's mine i'm hungry yeah oh my god and like me yesterday i was heating up some soup because the kids had already eaten pizza and i was getting myself something healthy some soup brought it over here luna's like mm, soup eats the entire thing bro <laughs> and i'm like okay i guess i'm just, that was for you <laughs> How about, how about when you want to have like a little snack to yourself? You know, it's like it's like the hardest thing. I don't know if you've seen that video going around. Yo, it's like Mission Impossible. You got to be like, is no one looking? Hide behind the refrigerator and open that bag like super quietly. God forbid one of the kids hear him. They're like. Yeah. <laughs> or you just got to wait till nap time or send their little asses to bed early so you can have that little snack. God forbid you're eating ice cream in front of them. I don't know if you guys have seen or if you've seen Bay that video. Um, the dad he has like a chocolate bar, and then in front of the chocolate bar he places a piece of lettuce because the kids are around. <laughs> so that's how he's able to eat a snack. You see, that would work with Luna, but not with Violet. Anyone who's ever been with us around Violet when it comes to food knows that girl is a dis a garbage disposal. <laughs> that's the thing too. Like your food. It's not only yours anymore. Right. It's our like, food. Like, it's our food. And by, <laughs> and that doesn't just start when you come into parenthood. That actually starts right when you start a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not your fries, baby. It's our fries. Right. Even even if I ask you if you wanted some fries at the McDonald's drive-thru. Right. And God forbid you come home with no food, even though I said I didn't want any, you know half of that food is mine. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's continue on. Let's let's talk about how difficult it is talking to your friends who don't have kids. We mentioned most of our friends have kids, and those that don't will eventually because pandemic, or they don't want kids when their time is right. Maybe they will. Yeah, we'll see about that after hearing this podcast. They're like, "Hell no, I won't go." Yeah, I mean, you know, it it is what it is. But finding topics of conversation with friends who don't have kids is actually pretty hard. And it makes you kind of sound crazy, consumed, because 
you forget what it is what it is to be an adult without kids right like what do you like to do because we don't even know what shows we like to watch anymore because all we see on replay is encanto red and a bunch of youtube videos of coco melon and sesame street everything under the sun that involves kids then we sit there and are during nap time and we're like okay what do we watch and we're like oh i don't know i'm kind of just like zoned out so it's funny that you say that because remember we had a 55 inch tv in in our living room oh yeah and we walked into Bransmore one day magically decided on an 86 inch tv and decided this will be great for my sports jimmy decided (laughs) well i decided at the time thinking about sports and no now I get to watch, you know, Turning Red and Encanto and in 86 inches on an 86 inch TV. And now I get to watch my sports on my little phone. Right. So you can just say that I bought this big old TV for my girls <laughs> for kids. to watch cartoons on. Yep. Not to mention another thing I took over even before was the tablet. Right. I bought Jimmy a tablet when he was in the academy training so that, you know, he can find something to entertain himself with when he wasn't. Um, but as soon as Zuna was able to swipe left and right, she took over his tablet and that no longer became his tablet. It became Luna's tablet, which is now a fighting mechanism for Violet and Luna. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, pretty much, you know, as a parent, like, People are not going to tell you the bad things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to tell you certain things. So you're going to try to have to figure it out on your own, more or less. Yeah. Well, it's more like no kid is the same. So what worked for one family doesn't work for the doesn't other. Doesn't work for you. So, for example, our family members swore up and down that their kids slept at three months. Obviously, that didn't work for us. Um, some family. yeah, you remember everyone would tell us just feed them, feed them, like overfeed them, and then yeah, we're at like, night we're like we're doing something wrong because they have they have all the cereal in this bottle, and this child is still waking up three hours later. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna have to take things as they come, you know. But all in all we we love our kids and this whole parenting journey is just teaching us we have to figure it out we have to figure it out what works for us what we how we want to parent our kids along with the things no one talks about that we're discovering for ourselves but at the end it's like you see them playing together and after everything you've gone through you're like wow like i can't see myself without this without the chaos I mean, the good thing is we have, right, the rest of our lives to kind of figure it out if there is really a way to figure parenting out. If not, then it's fun along the way. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just laugh together, you know, nervous laughter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) At night, we're like, babe, you had a rough day? Yeah, I had a rough day. Let's get crazy together. (laughs) Yeah, but like I said, there's pretty much like a lot of things that people don't talk about. Um, Those are just the, those were the big things, right, more or less for us yeah um so far because like i said our kids are only gonna be three and violet just turned one mm-hmm. so we're learning and growing as we go yep yep and so if you think about something that no one talks about that you want to put out there 
just so you know follow the trend that we're trying to talk about leave it in the comments see what else no one talks about but that's about it guys thank you for tuning in thank you for listening thank you for the support we'll see you on the next episode take care guys don't forget there's no perfect parent bye Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think grow high about what you wanna be. Step four, everybody just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day.